Hey guys, it's Ashley here to give you the spoiler warning for this episode of the Well-Read Dames podcast. We're about to talk in depth about A Court of Thorns and Roses on this episode. So if you've not read the books, please take the time to do so. If you keep listening, you've been warned. We're going to talk about the plot. We're going to talk about characters. And this is the first of four podcast episodes that we're doing on this series. I love it so much. I hope you love it too. And thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to this episode of the Well-Read Dames podcast. I am Ashley. I'm Susie. I'm Alicia. And we are here to talk about the Court of Thorns and Roses series today. Yay! Yay! As much of it as we can get through, we'll probably only do two books today, but... I'm going to separate them out so that anyone listening that hasn't read all four of them yet can just kind of listen to each book so we don't spoil the whole thing for you um, and ourselves even. <laughs> and uh, good news, Suze, well, obviously you know this because you just read the uh, like little sneak peek from the fourth book. But what I didn't know when we started this series is that there's more coming. Yay! I know Yay! I didn't know that either. Yay! I'm so excited. <laughs> so I'm so addicted to these books, and Sarah J. Moss is a master, and she's just going to need to like write these until we all die, because yeah. I need to just keep reading these books. Agreed. And that's where yeah. I'm at. It's the best. So we're going to start with the first one today, but before we get into it, into A Court of Thorn and Roses, um, or Thorns and Roses, we're going to talk real quick about some household items, um, housekeeping. Uh, mostly our next book for next month mm-hmm. is going to be The Discovery of Witches or A Discovery of Witches. I'm checking it out again. It's A Discovery of Witches, which is the first book in the All Souls trilogy by Deborah Harkness. Super good. Alicia's already read them. I want to read it again. It looks good. though. Um, they've made a show um, in the UK about it. And oh, this little thing says, a wonderfully imaginative grown-up fantasy with all the magic of Harry Potter and Twilight. Thanks, People Magazine. <laughs> so my husband actually told me about this series, I think making fun of it. I don't know. <laughs> Probably, knowing him. And I was like, I need to watch it. <laughs> so um, apparently the first book is the first season of the show. And I'm super excited for that. It has, uh, what's his name? I just had him pulled up. I believe Matthew Good who was in Downton Abbey and was handsome. And he's in other stuff, too. Yeah, good with an E at the end. Um, and so, ew, apparently he was in Watchmen. I don't even remember that. That was so long ago. I love that movie. Yeah, so. It's on Hulu oh, right now, Suze. Oh, it's on Hulu, you guys. If you're listening to this, if it get posted in time, well, to wa- this to be relevant. Kingsman? Oh, Watchmen. Watch- Watchmen. Oh, gosh, Watchmen. I was thinking Kingsman. Very okay, different. I do love the Watchmen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Very I love HBO, Kingsman. so it might be through HBO in all defense. I don't know. Okay, it could be through HBO. Also, household item that is not related to books, but kind of is. Uh, the Umbrella Academy is amazing. <gasps> oh, my God. I am so sad that I can't watch it right now. I, I haven't started it either, It's Susie. so good. Oh, no, I finished it. Oh, yeah. I haven't started it yet. <laughs> I'm done. We're done. And we got to the end, and I was like, but no. I'm going to. I convinced um, that person that that we should all watch it, by the way. Interesting. Yeah. We should I'm also. Make it to it. That's based on a graphic novel. We it's should do graphic novels. Based on a graphic novel by, by Gerard, My Chemical Romeo. <laughs> which this girl is obsessed with. I'm pointing at Ashley. I, I was so obsessed slash am with mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance. Like yeah. in college, I love them so much. Mm-hmm. I will not apologize for my it obsession with Gerard Way. Yes. I didn't know that. We finished the series and I was looking it up and I was like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> oh my god! Actually, and then you already watched it. I, yeah, I That's follow, amazing. Um, I follow him on Instagram, and I already did. And so I've seen him like posting about his graphic novel, and I feel like a shitty human because I haven't. I like I haven't read the graphic novels at all. Um, so like, put my money where my mouth is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then he was like, "It's coming to Netflix," and I was like, "I'm gonna watch it." <laughs> <laughs> That's I more accessible. You. I know. And then my husband was like, "Oh, I really want to watch The Umbrella Academy," and I was like, "Excellent! Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Excellent! I know it was fun." Um, because like of following the band and like knowing all these weird stories and then watching how some of that was incorporated in the show was super mm-hmm. fun, like into the characters. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh, that's such a Gerard thing to do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was just really good. Um, so yeah. So if you haven't read the graphic novels, like the rest of us, we should all probably do that. Uh, but at least watch the Umbrella Academy. There's more of it coming. Um, I believe they've already greenlit season two. I'm not 100%. I think so. But I'm sure they will. They have to. And um, I think I think it covers, like, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this. Like, four issues of the actual graphic novel. And I think that there's, like, enough right now for all of season two still. But it's still pretty young in its graphic novel world. Mm-hmm. Compared to, like, The Walking Dead, where there's, like, oh, yeah. hundreds of issues <laughs> or something. Depends, it's crazy. Yeah. So it's still pretty new. But I really loved it. It was super fun, super enjoyable. And the music was so good. Like, it takes a lot to impress my husband. Mm-hmm. But, like, the the different musical scenes that they would bring up, he's like, it's so well done. And I was like, it is. When there was Queen, I was like, don't stop me. We had just watched Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, Bohemian this has Rhapsody nothing to do so with bad. anything. But We're anyway. just really excited. We haven't seen each other in a while. <laughs> um, if, if you actually follow my Instagram, you probably have noticed my post about how I've been helping take care of my mom. And stuff and how I've been like away from the house and away from my work and away from Susie and Alicia and it's just been hard yeah. um, so we're just like so excited mm-hmm. to be together and be talking about this but this book series bringing us back yes. a court of thorns and roses <laughs> has gotten me through you guys it got me through yeah. a lot of stuff um, <laughs> like a lot and so <laughs> uh, let's get into it shall we let's oh, anything else before we move on any announcements or things to share I don't think so Nope. All right. Well, let's roll out. So the first book is so good. Honestly, it is. Mm -hmm. And I was like loving it until the second book. And then I was like, this book is so much better. So the first book, I had to make notes uh, beforehand because I was like, I don't really want to miss anything that's important or screw anything up and mostly not give anything away about the rest of the series. Um, So we're going to start with book one. Um, We start with our main character, um, our daring heroine, Feyre, and there's um, an index in the back of these books for how to pronounce their names, and I may get it wrong, even though I have the books literally in front of me right now. (laughs) Uh, So if we all just kind of screw their names up, apologies. Apologies in advance, because I read the whole book front to back, and then I got to the back, and that's where the guide was for name (laughs) pronunciation, and I was like, well, fuck. But luckily, I was right about most of the main names. Um. But, yeah, like, Feyre, which just looks like fairy right now. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, her name is pronounced Faye and then Ra. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tamlin, Tamlin. Lucian, Lu, and then Shin. And then Resend, like I just said it. But Reese for short. Love it. Um, and then Amarantha and Alice. Those are the main characters yeah. that we need to know about. <laughs> oh, and, and, oh, places. There's Prithian, the which... Place? I always pronounce Perinthian in my mind. I don't know why. What is that? I do the same thing. Parenthesis. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Or is it Game of Thrones? I don't know where it's coming from, but it's Prithian, so I'll probably screw that up. 
and then Highburn, which doesn't seem as relevant for book one. But it does not. Ooh, well, they this? mention it because and of the war. And then the Callan May. Callan May. That's the holiday we need to talk about that yeah. I wrote down. And I was like, Calamari. Yep, um, did that too. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's Callan May. Um, so <laughs> we start off with Feyre. And her, she's a human. And just a little bit about the background of the world that she lives in, because it's not our world. It's kind of a fantasy world. Um, she lives like on the outskirts of basically the human realm that borders along a magical wall that separates the human world from the fairy world or the fae world. Mm-hmm. And like before we even get into this real quick, I just want to once again props to the author Sarah Moss because we joked about this earlier, at least Alicia and I did. Like when it comes to fantasy stuff, werewolves, I'm in vampires i'm all in and then you're like fairies and i'm like nah, i don't know you know <laughs> like it just doesn't have i mean except for like legolas being super hot in lord of the rings like it doesn't have the same draw to me sure um but you know so when i first like began this chapter and it was like the fairies live north of the wall i was like oh, god <laughs> 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 but this book series is now one of my favorite series i've ever read and so amazing job there of taking something i wouldn't have even like really been invested in making it like my favorite thing so but either way so she lives so this magical wall basically protects the humans let's call it what it is yeah from the fairies it was established 500 years ago uh after a great war that no one in the human world really appropriately remembers because our lifespans are so short comparatively and um so but you know it's winter uh she takes care of her family she's 19 and she's been hunting in the woods since she was 14 um and should we talk about her family first sure they're terrible who wants to talk about her terrible family (laughs) they're the worst she's got her dad who is worthless um he has like a bum leg essentially um so he doesn't really do much of occasionally beg and make some wood carvings so it doesn't bring a lot of money to the household um she has two older sisters nesta who's real cold and um i don't know elaine and then elaine she's super She's, like, the sweeter one, but they definitely don't really contribute to the household either. They just rely on Feyre to do everything. so weird because she's the youngest. Like, yeah. I had to keep reminding myself. It, yeah, I feel like part of it is, so I'm, I'm, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead or not, but her family used to have money. Her dad was, like, a merchant. Um, he was, like, known as the king of merchants, I think, yeah. mm-hmm. his family name, um, and basically ended up running into some bad investments on like vessels and lost all of it um his her mom died of like i don't remember some disease we don't know exactly what her mom died of something but her mom's dead and i guess she was really cold too but either way (laughs) her mom didn't love her like her mom didn't really love anyone but their father yeah yeah so vera just kind of got stuck like she was like eight when her mom died i think yeah she was really little or something because i think it was the money ran out in five years mm-hmm. I, th- I think it lasted five years once once her dad lost all the ships after her mom died yeah and so so that's just kind of thing so basically Farah stepped up because they were suddenly out of money she didn't just step up her mother made her oh, promise right. on the deathbed yeah. when no one else was there that she provide and take care of her sisters mm-hmm. and i think her father probably mm-hmm. but she although her mother was so cold to her and never showed her love was like promise me you'll care and protect them 
care for them and protect them. So she has this whole complex because it was like the only thing her mom really ever asked of her to do this. So it doesn't matter to her, at least, that her family treats her like shit all the time because she made like a deathbed promise to her mother that she will never break. Right, which and, is so and, shitty. Well, and promises <laughs> in the them. human world are like huge. Like They're, your word is your it's bond. It's like all so. you have. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like all you really have to go by. So even though like yeah, she just takes the crap that her family gives her and honors her mother's you know request. So I would have left them in the cold to die. So she's like really good person because I would have been like yeah, um, you're all the worst. Yeah. Like Especially we meet her. Trip. Yeah, we meet her at the beginning. She's trying to hunt, you know, for a deer. And we'll just kind of get into this because we don't know exactly what it means yet. But, you know, she's been out all day. She's freezing. She's having to go so close to the wall Mm -hmm. because there's no other food. And she sees a deer and she's like, this can feed us for like a week. Mm -hmm. You know, she's so excited. And as she's hunting it, she sees out of like the background coming present a wolf, a giant wolf. And it's so huge and so giant and so mysterious that... She stops and thinks to herself, what if this is a fairy Mm -hmm. that's crossed over and is disguised as a wolf, right? But she's terrified. She has, ooh, fairies are susceptible to ash arrows, which are arrows made from an ash tree. Mm -hmm. My name's from the ash tree meadows. But, (laughs) uh, But so she has that arrow and she's like, all right, well, this thing's gonna kill me and it's gonna eat my dinner. And so she like, looses her arrow into its eye and then another one I think into its throat I think so and it doesn't do anything like doesn't make any moves doesn't even try to get away and it hadn't even noticed her like she was like hidden really well but it was making a I think it did actually go for the deer as she like killed it it. yeah Yeah, because it it killed the deer um and so yeah so she really I mean she felt like it was a self-defense position you know I don't think she would care about killing a fairy because all the humans hate the fairies, but she well, was but scared. It did go through her mind because mm-hmm. I remember, I do remember this part. She was like, well, maybe I, if it is a fairy, that's probably even better. Right. <laughs> so it's, I think it did go through her mind. She's like, well, either way, I'm killing a killer. So. Well, fairies are the worst and kill humans at this yeah, point. And eat what, them. And, and eat them. And, yeah. So, so yeah, so it's really complicated, but she's excited because she kills this wolf and the deer, and I think she drags the deer back and she um, skins the wolf, wolf, right? Because she's like, I can sell this pelt Mm -hmm. and make a heck of money, you know? And so she goes back. This is where I was getting to with her family being super shitty. Like, you don't even, like, care much about this wolf-deer situation. Because she gets back and she's like, Nesta, her oldest sister, she's like, go chop the fire. I'm going to carve up this deer, Mm -hmm. you know? And her sister's just like, I don't want to chop the wood. You're better at doing it than me. I'm going to interrupt, too, because she asked her to do it earlier in the day. Yeah, and she Expected it to be done. And she was like, I get wood splinters in my fingers, and you're better than me. And she's like, well, if you don't do it, we're just going to have some cold food. So it's just like a real shitty thing to do. Her sisters really reminded me of the stepsisters in Cinderella. Yeah. There's a lot of like kind of like fairy tale parallels and other mythological or mythology parallels Mm -hmm. that we will get into. But her sisters really reminded me of the spoiled stepsisters in Cinderella. Only they're her real sisters, and that's worse. They're just entitled. They're just super entitled. And Elaine is nice to her, 
But Nesta only cares about Elaine. Nesta doesn't at all seem to care about Feyre at all. Not at all. So the next day, you know, she, they get through the night. <laughs> and she's trying to, like, sell these pelts at market and all that kind of stuff. Um, and she comes across the mercenary, which that really didn't turn into anything. I thought that was going to turn into a whole thing. Yeah. So did I. So there was, like, a mercenary woman there. And she, like, spoke to her. And she Just was... exposition. She gave her a lot of money, though. <laughs> like, she, yeah, she mm. bought the, the pelts for a lot of money. Which was good because they're so poor. And, of course, her sisters are trying to, like, buy ribbons and shit with them. Like, yes. I need new shoes. New boots. You know. New coat. Exactly. And so, Farrah's trying to, like, do it. And they do, I didn't write this down, but they run into you, the, one of the children oh, of the yeah. blessed. Forget which is this weird. So, back before the wall, before the war with fairies, apparently humans worked for the fairies. And, basically, they didn't worship them as gods. But they did kind of, like, pay tribute to them in, like, a weird societal way. Yeah. Um, and, like, they, like, humans don't celebrate holidays anymore in this world because all the holidays were the fairy holidays. And humans don't remember their own holidays mm-hmm. or if they even had non-fairy holidays. So it's very strange. So there's these children of the blessed, which are, like, these religious fanatics that are obsessed with the fairies and they believe the fairies are all good and they basically are just a bunch of young women that try and get over the wall so that they can go serve in the wonderful courts of the fairyland mm-hmm. and, like, be chosen to live with them in, like, eternal bliss or something, right? Yeah. And everyone else is like, these bitches are crazy. <laughs> Fairies killed us all. Like, they're the worst. That's why we have a giant magic wall. Yeah. You know? <laughs> killed, killed and enslaved everyone. Right. Yeah. They were, like, not our friends at all, you know? So... <laughs> Um, that's the human perspective on this whole thing, except for these like brainwashed women. So they have an encounter with one of the children of the blessed. It gets really uncomfortable. Luckily they get away, Mm -hmm. you know, and real quick, this doesn't really matter. Um, except for, I like this about the story. We get like the short, like Farrah's life is pretty dismal. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like she mostly just hunts in the woods, chops up firewood. Her dream is for her sisters to get married off so she can just live as a spinster with her father and paint. Oh, she paints. Yeah. Painting is like her only love and passion, her only outlet. Um, Elaine is dear to her because she bought her these paints once with the money that Farah got her. But <laughs> either way, the Elaine spent some of her own allowance basically on Farah and bought her these beautiful paints. It was the only gift she ever got from her sisters at all, either. Yeah, or probably from anyone, but yeah. Anyone, yeah. So it was kind of a big deal. And so she used them to paint, like, their whole house, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, she painted the chairs and the walls and the fireplace mantle and their dressers, you know. And, and there's, like, a lot. I don't remember, but there's, like, roses on the dressers and something else was another one. And then, like, like star- flames for Nesta. Flames, yeah. And then, like, stars yeah. and, like, night and sky. And that one was important for later. That we find remember out more about that yeah. one later. <laughs> And so, yeah, so she paints all this stuff, like blue flowers on little tables and stuff. So this is really, and she's like, my painting's not good, but it's her only, like, thing that she loves to do. It's her only love. So she daydreams about her her sister's getting married off so she can just take care of her old dad who does nothing, and then she can just paint all day. Like, that's her dream. <laughs> and so her life's dismal, but she does have, and it's not even romance, she has a fuck buddy in town. Basically, yeah, that she initiated. Yeah, yeah exactly. I can't believe her. And this is, like, this lanky guy that they just like do it in a barn and she they like hook up at the beginning when she's out like shopping or whatever Mm -hmm. with her sisters and it's not emotional or whatever she has no 
desire to be with him in a romantic way at all you know but it's just like another outlet that she has yeah i think she even knows he's about to get married right yeah he's yeah he's soon to be betrothed but i don't think he's betrothed yet to some other girl yeah because he's his family comes from a little better class Mm -hmm. maybe and so it's one of those things that like they both just know what it is it's a release Mm -hmm. it's fun Mm -hmm. no strings attached he takes the preventative Tea. Tea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pre- they have contraceptive tea in yeah. this yeah. book, which sounds nice. <laughs> I like tea. Yeah. So. Um, so anyway, so so they have, yeah, so that's just kind of like her human life. And it's about to get like totally fucked up. Destroyed. Yeah. So they go home. They're eating. It's like, I think they're having dinner or something. They're just chilling in their house, basically. And suddenly the door just gets burst into like splinters. Mm-hmm. And in comes this beast, this like giant, hard to imagine beast. Yeah. Uh, like comprised of like different types of animalistic features and he like storms in and he demands to know who killed the wolf because the wolf was a fairy and it was his friend and he's like i'm gonna kill whoever did it and doesn't nesta say it was her no nesta doesn't say shit nesta takes elaine and they cower Okay, I thought someone said it. Maybe it was her dad. I it thought might have been her dad. Someone tries to take that. She was super surprised. I think it was her dad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it must have been her dad. Tries to say it was me, but, like, there's no having that. So Feyre steps up once again, and it's like, it was me. Kill me if you must, or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead, the beast, for some strange reason, is like, nope, so your life is forfeit to me. I can kill you now, or I can take you with me to live in the fairyland. And she's like, just kill me. Like, <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to do that. There's a magical, like, contract. Treaty. treaty. So, yeah, so he's calling in the ancient treaty that any human that kills a fairy. That's not provoked. That's unprovoked, yeah. And it kills an unprovoked fairy can either die or can go live out the rest of their life in the fairy realm. And so, go ahead. I have a question. Yes. Um, why do you think he had to dress up like a beast like couldn't he just come as like a fairy and be like hey you're scared as shit of us yeah <laughs> you gotta come like they're terrified anyway like i think it's more intimidating to... if you come in that I form I mean, and more powerful so scary and then he stayed that way until he like walks into his house and is like was that really necessary doesn't does, is there a horse involved or is yeah there's a horse back? involved okay, yeah. i thought yeah. there was a horse involved yeah so yeah so he basically like hog ties her and throws her on a horse yeah. <laughs> And then rolls out with her, right? And her and her family's just, like, sobbing and whatever. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm going to go die in the fairy world, you know? And so <laughs> that's basically it. So that's really, like, the, like, we can get, go a little faster now. But that's, yeah. like, the foundation for who she is as a person before she's transported to this other world completely. Mm-hmm. So um, basically she gets to what's called the spring court. This beast transforms into a handsome man named Tamlin. With a mask. They're all wearing masks, which I thought was very Shakespearean. Yes. Um, So, and essentially, the only explanation for the masks that they give is that there was, like, a problem with magic. Like, they don't tell you the real reason. They're just, like, there's a problem with magic, and we don't have the magic anymore to remove the mask. Like, we're having a party, and the magic, like, went on the fritz, and now we all have to wear masquerade masks forever. And the magic is spreading. Yeah. Oh, and the blight. The blight. It's the blight, yeah. It's spreading. The blight is spreading. And she's like, that's weird, but okay. You know, and so, but he's so handsome. She's like, I can tell he's handsome. Golden hair. Oh, yeah. He's piercing like green eyes. <laughs> piercing green eyes. Like, the perfect, like, Prince Charming. Chiseled body. Chiseled sex body. Like, yeah. 
And so, but she hates them. Like, she's terrified. Like, at first, like, she won't even eat because she has all these misconceptions mm-hmm. about the fairy world, you know? And one of them is that if you eat their food, you'll be enslaved forever. But, like, mm-hmm. if you don't eat their food, you'll die, you know? <laughs> and so, like, the very beginning, like, he's, like, eat something. He has, like, a whole feast and she refuses to eat. And he's just, like, the food won't hurt you. Don't be mad at me when you pass out. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to feed you. Um, so she kind of just starts, like, living as a captive in his in his palace, basically, like mm-hmm. this little manor that he lives in. Yeah. And the only other person she comes into contact with, or, or female, that she comes into contact with is Lucian, who lives there, um, like, who's, like, another lord from the Autumn, Autumn Court. Court. Yeah. And he is kind of, he's like a frenemy. Like, he's mad. He doesn't want her there. He treats her like shit. Yeah. But he also kind of likes her, like, because she doesn't take any of Tamlin's shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, the handsome prince guy that captured her as a beast is named Tamlin, if I didn't cover that already. Um, and so it's weird because immediately Tamlin, like, is then trying to be, like, nice to her. You know, he's like, do you want to go see my estate with me and we can mm-hmm. go on a horseback ride? And she's like, fuck off and die. Like, you know, she... <laughs> she <laughs> well, I think he also... You learn more anyway, but in a way, also feels a little guilty because, like, he knows how shitty her life was. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she even said, like, when she left, like, you know, eat the dried or the fresh meat first and the dried meat that should last you a week. And if you're good with the money that you've left over, that should last you until spring. Like, tells them, like, where to capture rabbits and stuff. Like, she's mm-hmm. trying to, like, protect them. And she's, like, skin and bones because she's so starved. And so yeah. he's just like, well, this girl's lived a really shitty life, and I'd as well try to make it better. And mm. I think that's what he tells Lucian as to why he brought her back instead of yes. just outright killing her, is he was like, she suffered enough. But Lucian knows. Lu- well, you don't know that we Lucian don't know that I, Lucian know, I know, but so guys, there's, there's people more, reading this probably know. I know. There's more of a <laughs> plot listening. that we're getting into here, but that, that favorite at this point doesn't know anything about yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So we're just kind of going to, I think, fast forward mostly through this. So yeah. She kind of becomes more friends with Lucian than Tamlin. Like, mm-hmm. she goes out with Lucian uh, on adventures. They go on horseback rides. Like, she kind of, like, falls into a habit of doing this. Tamlin, at some point, discovers she likes painting. And, like, he sees her looking at paintings, I think. Yeah. Like, he catches her. She's, like... Because they have, like, Galleries. Really cool. It's, like, yeah. a mansion, you know? So he's, like, let me show you my art collection and how romantic and, like, <laughs> I'm really cultured, you know? <laughs> I didn't yeah. know you could appreciate art because you're yeah. a human. <laughs> you dumb human. I didn't know you enjoyed art. <laughs> you have feelings. <laughs> yeah. So she's, like, yo, I paint. It's not good, but whatever. I do it. And he's, like, okay. So he buys her paints. And he's, like, paint wherever you want around my magical palace. It's great, you know? Um, and so that kind of, like, begins. Uh, a sad point that I thought was, and this, like, I love Feyre, but I was so mad at her at this point. She's, like, in her room, and she sees something out the window. Mm, yeah, this was dumb. And she <laughs> sees Super what dumb. appears to be her dad sneaking around the palace. <laughs> and she's, like, I mean, I get, like, the hope that you would harbor, that someone would come rescue you. Yeah. But she's, like, it's my dad. And she's, like, his eyes are clear and not, like, fogged over. And his bum leg's fixed. And I'm, like, well, it's not your dad, dude. You know, so she tries to, like, escape with this or, like, run to her dad or what appears to be her dad. And luckily, Tamlin intercepts her because it's another fairy. So there's all sorts of different types of fairies. Like, Lucian and Tamlin are high fae, which is when they look like handsome humans with pointed ears, you know, and, like, magic looking. Mm -hmm. But then there's, like, what are referred to as the lesser fairies because it's, like, a weird caste system, Mm -hmm. which includes, like, we learn about all other different types of fairies, and some of them are the nightmares that she was told about. Some of them are evil and mean, crazy, and they'll drown you, and they're nasty, you know? 
And this one apparently is like whatever you want to see is what it will appear as and then it will destroy you. Mm-hmm. So he luckily saves her and is like, don't be an idiot, whatever. And she's like, I knew in my heart that it wasn't my dad. Yeah. You know, and that's super sad. Yeah. Um, but so she kind of like, you know, Tamlin ensures her because he's like, why aren't you happy here? And she's like, I made this promise to my mom. I'm not holding it. They're all going to die. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, I took care of your family. They're super well off now. Yeah. You don't, you've, you fulfilled your promise to them. And instead of living with them, you can just be happy too. Yeah. You know? And so she kind of like accepts this like new world with like this handsome guy, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, but, you know, she still kind of wants to get back. And this is like a very important beginning, which doesn't sound important kind of at the time. But Lucian had mentioned to her of this that there were fairies because she's asking him questions. And he's like, if I was one of the fairies that you could just capture and then I would have to tell you everything because you caught me. Unfortunately <laughs> for you, I'm not that type of fairy. Yeah. And she's like, what type of fairy would that be? You know? <laughs> and yeah. so he tells her about something called the surreal. Mm-hmm. That's how I think you say it. Um, yeah, that's how they yeah. say it on Audible. Oh, yep. good. Yay, yeah, Audible. Yeah. So, um, and so basically she sets like a snare trap, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And With like chickens. Or yeah, something. she has dead chickens from like the kitchen because yeah. Lucian tells her how to trap a cereal. And so she has these like dead chickens and she like catches it. And it's like this creepy creature mm-hmm. and like a ragged robe, yeah. you know. And she's like, basically, her questions for the cereal are, he's like, is this a fucking human? You know? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, I'm Feyre. How the hell do I get home to the human realm? And he's like, you can't unless you want to die and then for your family to also die. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you're trapped here. You know? And she's like, I don't like that answer. And he (laughs) tells her something very important. And she knows it's important, although she doesn't understand it. He's like, run for the High Lord's Manor. Oh, she, he tells her that Tamlin is a high lord, which she didn't know. Mm-hmm. And the high lords are like basically the king of their little kingdom. So they're the most powerful fairy in the kingdom. And there's lots of, or in the court, sorry, not kingdom. Uh, and there's lots of different courts. What are there? Are there seven or nine courts? There's seven. We think sure. there's seven courts. We're not sure. Uh, but there's. Have to go through the list. But Tam- seven. Okay, good. four seasons and three. Uh, solstice. solstice. Yeah, yeah. solar ones. Yeah. yeah, so there's seven courts. And so Tamlin is the High Lord of the Spring Court, mm-hmm. which she didn't know. And then so, and the surreal's like, haha, you didn't know that, huh? But so, <laughs> Dumb human. Right. So right before, like, they basically get erupted, the surreal says, run for the High Lord's Manor, stay with the High Lord, and live to see everything righted. And he's like, remember what I said to you. And so then they get interrupted by this other sort of monster fairy called the Naga. And, um, and they have them kind of surrounded but instead of like leaving the surreal, because the surreal is like, it's going to kill both of us, you know, mm-hmm. like we got to get out of here. Yeah, it's trapped. It's like yeah. in a snare still. So it's like, free me, you know, I told you what you want to know. And so, um, but instead of just leaving him to make a quick escape, she shoots her arrow to save the surreal and then goes like mm-hmm. running off. And she kills like a Naga or two yeah. uh, on her, making her escape, but she gets overrun. And that's when Tamlin shows up magically because he's been hunting them. He's been away hunting the Naga. Mm-hmm. And because he's always running off to like fight other monsters. Yeah. And so, and then he saves her and he, she's like, ooh, I was saved. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so, whatever. So she's. But, I think she's, she ended up killing like three herself or something like that. There was like yeah. seven. So it's not bad. And she's no, also. Dumb human. <laughs> 
pissed at Lucian because yeah. he, in that earlier conversation, he's like, oh, just scream and I'll hear you because I'll be <gasps> that's right. I'll be close. <laughs> yeah. never and because of the blight, that's why all these other like lesser fae that are dangerous are yeah. kind of encroaching on the territory because mm-hmm. they know they can get away with it a little bit more. Right. So even though, yeah, I totally good call Susie. I forgot that Lucian said, and he mm-hmm. wasn't, he wasn't like directly like, I'll be there for you. But he was he like, just, like, I'll be nearby. Yeah. And if I hear something, <laughs> I might come for you. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. No commitments here for me. Yeah. So he's lucky because, well, one, he later tells her, he apologizes because he did hear her and mm-hmm. he hesitated. That's right. Um, but luckily Tamlin came and he, and he thanks her for that and apologizes because she doesn't give him up to Tamlin. Mm-hmm. Tamlin's like, what were you doing now? Blah, 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 blah. And she just keeps it all under wraps instead of like <laughs> throwing like Lucian right under that bus, you know? <laughs> Dick ass friend told me yeah. to do it. <laughs> exactly. Like you're a bastard friend. So yeah. So it's a whole thing. Um, and so anyway, so everything's kind of starting to come together. She's warming up to the fairy she's encountered with. The only other person or fairy that she has a big relationship with is Alice, mm-hmm. who is kind of like her chambermaid yeah. fairy. Yeah. Um, she's a lesser fae. It's hard for me to imagine her because she looks like wood. Her skin yeah. looks like, like We don't know that initially. Yeah. No, it's like in her She's got a glamour. Not in the beginning. Oh, you're it's right. It's glamoured in the beginning. Uh so anyway, Alice, we like her. Yeah. Um, she's kind of <laughs> sassy, you know, and you can tell that she wants to help her even mm-hmm. though she doesn't trust her at all. You yeah. know what I mean? And so when she, when she did, like gets back from like the cereal, like Alice immediately knows what she did. She's like, I heard about the chickens, girl. You know, she's like, <laughs> she's like, next time you need advice, come to me and not Lucian. Yeah. She's like, if you just given him your robe, it would have told you anything you wanted to know. You know, she, she's just mm-hmm. like, and so uh, it's like. Uh, kind of a friend there, you know? Yeah. Um, so then, like, there's, like, another fairy that dies, and that's super traumatic, mm-hmm. and she tries to help. And Tamlin's like, why did you try? Like, why did you help? She's really emotionally invested in it. Yeah, she's yeah. crying. She's a mess uh, because the fairy, they couldn't save it, and it died. And it's sad. And it's sad, you know? And he's just like, why did you care so much? Like, you killed a fairy in cold blood, and you loved it, you know? And she's like, well, I wouldn't want to die alone. You yeah. know, and like he sees that like her whole perspective is changing after actually experiencing these fairy people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they kind of get like more flirty and whatever. And then comes Callan May, not Calamari. And this is like, I feel like a really pinnacle point, mm-hmm. the most pinnacle point probably of her, this mm-hmm. beginning story in A Court of Florida and Roses. Yes. Susie, do you want to take this over? Callan May? Um, I mean, I, yeah, sure. I mean, if you remember, trying it, to, I know I do. The main thing I remember is who she meets, but that comes in in a, a second, I guess. Um, I literally reread this part because a, an important thing happens. She meets someone very important. And yeah. I forgot. Yeah. The whole, oh. Until later. I, I forgot like, until oh. just this instant because yeah. I thought they met later. Anyway. Definitely not. Forget. So she's <laughs> like, there's this cool thing where they set up all these bonfires and cool. I'm going to come. And everyone is like, oh, you're not going to come. It's like and the she's spring like, equinox or something. It's so. the spring equinox, and it's their way, like, it's um, what replenishes the magic, magic that helps mm-hmm. grow the crops and keep the flowers alive. So it's like a, yeah. kind of like a ritual holiday, mm-hmm. but they're like, you're human, this isn't for you, you need yeah. to stay inside. And they, yeah, and they're kind of vague about it. And he's yeah. just like, don't come out of your room. And she's like, I'm going to come, I'm, I'm going to come out of my room. But Lucian <laughs> tells her, because I literally just read this before I talked. Yeah. Lucian's like, listen, she's he's going to get filled with, like, 
some magic, like high powered shit. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to be the Tamlin that you know. Yeah. You can't be nearby. He's going to be the Lord of Spring. And he has to find a maiden and couple with her. And that's what replenishes But they the don't magic. know that. She doesn't know that until later, right? No, he tells her that before. He does oh. tell her that. And she's like okay. pissed about it because she's like got things. She's oh. like, she's totally caught feelings for Tamlin at this point. Yeah. And she's like, I want to go. And everyone's like, no, you're you're locked in your room for the night. For your own safety, honestly. No, you know what? She finds that out after the meeting when Lucian grabs her back. Oh, okay. I Either way. Like, she was out there and didn't realize why. Yeah. Well, so right. there, everyone was real horny. Yeah, everyone was <laughs> horny. horny. Was... And, like, a group of random guys try to basically rape her. Yes, because she sneaks out anyway. And yeah. then she runs across these, like, dirty, dirty boys. Yeah. And they try to take advantage of her. And then what happens? Um, this super handsome dude shows up. The most handsome male she's ever seen. <laughs> With violet eyes. Mm. And dangerous sense to him. Um, and then scares them all away. And I don't, do you, did you read it? Like, I, so what does, what does he exactly say to her? I don't remember. He's, he's, he's just like, like, why are you here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, I've been looking for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she's, he's just like. Who are you here with? A mortal here at this holiday? Like, what are yeah. what are you thinking? Yeah. You know, and she lies. She's like, I'm here with my friends. They're girls. They're yep. girl fairies. We've been friends forever. And he's yeah. like, I don't know they about that. You. <laughs> and, you know, and, and he's like, they're not very good friends if they left you here. You yeah. know, and she's like, they're getting drinks. And he's like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. You know, and so um, he asks, he like offers her his arm. And it's like, can I escort you back to your friends? Mm-hmm. Right. And she's like, no, you know, because <laughs> like she's like as beautiful as he is. I'm like so terrified yeah. of him, you know, um, she's like every alarm bell I have is going off in my head mm-hmm. at his beauty and his scariness and whatever. Yeah. And so she like basically runs away at that point. And you're right. That's when she runs into Lucian. Mm-hmm. And, and he spots her with his metal eye. Mm. Yeah. Magical yeah. Lucian eye. has the magical metal eye. More on that later. Yeah. <laughs> Can I say it does seem weird to me that. Reese, who is Reese and the, I don't know if he said his name, but that's yeah, who it is, the that's handsome who guy. It is. Um, that he doesn't think to put two and two together that she's here with Tamlin, which we can talk about later since there's a, a bargain and he should know about it. But anyway. Mm-hmm. And maybe he so does. That. But he just, I, I feel like maybe he does and he just won't call her on it. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I don't know because I feel like. And later, later on, I don't remember him mentioning that. No. I don't. I think he didn't well, know truly no. who she was yeah. there with. Yeah, yeah. Seems like he, he should. Seems shocked. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. more on that very soon. So basically, after oh, keep going. Susie. Do you want to cover the rest uh, when you, she gets back? Okay. Um, you go ahead. Okay. So, um, I don't remember if Lucian escorts her back to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So he throws Lucian, her back else in the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lucian takes her back, and he's just like, "Get the fuck in here," you know. Yeah. Do not leave your room. Don't leave. So, and I, I don't. She's in the hallway at some point, and Tamlin comes like. She's coming like hungry. In. She goes for yeah. food or something. She goes to the kitchen. I mean, she's human. Yeah. And um, and Tamlin like comes in, and he's all like high on magic, you know. He's like crazed. <laughs> yeah. And he like corners her against the wall, and is like, "I looked for you." Like I smelled you. you. Yeah. And he's like, they made me pick another. And she's just like, ooh. You know? <laughs> he's so hot and horny. Yeah. And so he like pins her against the wall and he's like, I would have been gentle with you. And she's like, oh, she's like into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so he like bites her neck or something. Mm-hmm. And and she's like, fuck you. Don't ever tell me to be in a room again. Like, you know, like she gets like super like she's like, I don't want these sloppy seconds. And yeah. she like rolls away. And he I wrote it down. Because I didn't catch it. It wasn't as relevant at this point to me. Um, hold on. I have to flip my page of notes. Um, yeah. 
So, yeah. <laughs> so Talon encounters her at the drunk right, bites her shoulder, and he says, don't ever disobey me again. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, this yeah. comes into play later. Yeah. Um, so then, like, more stuff happens. Like, really, after that, like, not – I mean, I guess I'm for, totally forgetting, like, the magical thing where she drank the wine and she danced. Like, that's, yeah, like a party. Um, yeah. Or is it another – that was a different that was a holiday a winter solstice maybe i mean she was with tamlin during it it was a solstice party yeah yeah so it was another party so they're having like some other good times but shortly after the yeah shortly after this like sex ritual thing um they're having lunch it's like it's not the next day but it's a few days later they're having lunch um and you know lucian is about to gag because Tamlin and Farah are flirting so hardcore <laughs> yeah. about like locking her bedroom door and blah da 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 like it is too heated in there it's for Lucian. <laughs> yeah. So much like sexy like Lucian's like I'm gonna throw up you guys like can you cut it out <laughs> just fuck already like I don't care you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so but suddenly like something wicked this way comes, and they're like Farah we have to shield you, you know. And so, like, Lucian throws up a shield to protect her from this, like, dark force coming. And she's, like, hidden against, like, the window, like, and curtain. Lucian. And Lucian. Yeah, like, Lucian's between her yeah. and, like, the whoever's coming with his magic to, like, basically cloak her. Um, and enter Reese, the High Lord of the Night Court. Who previously put a head on a spike in his yes. garden. Yes. <laughs> so that's all she knows about him. Yes. Oh, good point. Yeah. So like a fairy head ended up on a spike in this garden and she was like horrified. Okay. Oh, she's going to go paint or something. And she like came across it yeah. and she was like, who would do something like this? It's disgusting. And it is disgusting. Yeah. And Tim was like that bastard high Lord of the night court. who's such an asshole. And he, yeah. he thinks this is funny. He's a sadistic fuck. And yeah. she's just like, <laughs> what a monster. Right. <laughs> So suddenly he emerges and he's like super sassy. He doesn't know Fair is there, but mm-hmm. she's like, that's the guy that saved me. Mm-hmm. So now she's confused because she knew he was dangerous, but he saved her. Yeah. And she's like, this is the same bastard that put like the head on a spike. Yeah. And Tamlin is afraid of him, mm-hmm. you know? And she doesn't understand the conversation. Like she's overheard bits and pieces of conversation this whole time between like Lucian and Tamlin and like Lucian and like someone else when they're on horseback one time. And, you know, she knows that there's a her. She knows that the blight is not all that. There's more to it. Like, she doesn't understand it. Um, But so Reese comes in, and he's, like, talking to them about, like, the deal almost being up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, their mask. Oh, oh, Reese isn't wearing a mask, which is how Mm -hmm. she knew when she first ran into him that he wasn't a part of the spring court. Right. She still asked him if he was. Yeah. And he was like, thank God, no. You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He was like, do I look like I'm spring court? No, I'm good. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So he, Lucian keeps calling him this woman, Amarantha's whore. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like, who the fuck is Amarantha? You know? (laughs) And uh, Reese doesn't like that one bit, you know? But he's like, listen, better to be the whore than you, you asshole. You know? (laughs) And so it's not a good meeting. But then suddenly, as he's getting ready to leave, you know, he's like, oh, he mentions that that Tamlin's not even trying to, like, whatever the bargain is that has been struck. He's not even trying to, like, fulfill it and free his court or whatever. Yeah. And so she's just listening to all of this. And then Reese looks at the table and notice that there's three place settings out. Yeah. And he's like, where's your guest, Tamlin? 
And he's like, I issued them away when I sensed you on my property. And Reese is like a liar. You know? And, uh, Reese can basically, one of his powers is that he can see in your mind. Mm-hmm. Which makes him super terrifying. Because he can also destroy your mind and, like, yeah. leave you a husk of a man mm-hmm. or woman. You know? And so um, he realizes that he's being glamored. And he, like, freaks out. And I, I remember, like, having no idea who this character is. I basically forgot that he's the guy that rescued her completely yeah. from, like, three chapters before. But yeah. he was just like, you dare to glamour me? And I was like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he then sees her, and he's she's like, he just stares at her. Like, mm-hmm. he's just like, what? You know? <laughs> yeah. And, um, but he acts like they've never met before. Except for he's like, I guess not, because he's like, I told you to stay away from danger or something. Yeah. He's like, I see you don't listen. Yeah. Um, and she was just like, she doesn't say anything. Um, and so she feels him, like, look into her mind. And he's like, why? I love, like, so fucked up, no, we know now. But he was like, <laughs> why is she wondering what your bite would feel like on her breast, yeah. Tamlin? <laughs> and he's just like, none of your concerns. <laughs> <laughs> He's like in your hands between her legs, and he's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> oh, because Lucian said that he was, she was his fiance. Mm-hmm. Is what Lucian That's said. That's right. And yeah. so he was like, "Lies." So he's like, "What's your name?" And she's like, "Claire Better." Mm-hmm. And Claire is a real person yeah. who lives in the human village. She didn't make up a name. She was. <laughs> I know. I think it was because not? she didn't want to be like lie. It's easier to like lie when there's bits of truth to it. Yeah, true. Um. But so he's like, all right. So he takes off and he's like, well, I'm going to tell Amarantha about this. And Talon and Lucian both kneel down before him, mm-hmm. begging him to not say anything to Amarantha. And she's just shocked. Like, she's like, what is happening right now? Yeah. You know? And he's like, maybe I will, maybe I won't. I don't know. And he just like rolls out. You know? And he's like, yeah. this has been the most fun I've had in years. And he just leaves. <laughs> and so um, Tamlin is shook after this. Mm-hmm. So shortly after this, they bang. They finally were more than halfway through this book. Yeah. And they finally bang it out. And it's like good. Like she's head over heels, like sex, yeah. crazy, weird beast sex with like claws and stuff happening. You know, yeah. she's loving it. Um, Susie. <laughs> Susie looks super uncomfortable. <laughs> but so anyway, so it's very like, I love this book because there's graphic sex in it, but um, not, it's not for everyone. Um, I mean, I didn't mind it. It's just. But it was weird. I felt like at points where she's like, his beast is coming out. I was like, all right. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> Reel that in. Do you, does that just mean penis? I don't know. So anyway. <laughs> But she's, like, all, like, head over heels about it. Um, but he's already determined that he's sending her home. Like, after Reese's visit, he's like, this is too dangerous. You can't be here. He's going to tell Amarantha. And she's like, who's Amarantha? And he's like, no one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, why aren't you telling me anything? And he tells her, I love you. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. doesn't say it back. Because she's like, I don't want to say it because I'm leaving. Yeah. You so know? this is, like, when she's in the carriage. Yes. Right? Like, he says it to her, and then she, like, wants to say it, and then she's like, well, oops, too late. Right. Oh, and as he's walking into the carriage, Lucian says, I, like, I expected more out of you or something, or I thought you were better than this or something like that. Like, some yeah. weird dig at her, you know? And she's just kind of like, what am I going to do? Well, he said something to Tamlin, too, about, like, why are you doing this now? Like, yeah. Something, like, something like, you're you're clearly super close. Right. Like, it was real stupid. It was stupid. Yeah. And so, but Tamlin's like, I must protect you. By the way, I love you. And she's just like, bye, I'm going home to my family. You know? (laughs) 
So she leaves, and now she's just, like, tormented because she knows he's in danger. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's leaving, and she's like, what could I do? This is what he wants. You know, he told me to never disobey him again. You know, so she goes home, and she's, like, they dress her like a weird, ridiculous, like, it's her dress description. I was like, she sounded like, I don't like, a piece of confetti or something, you know? Yeah. She's, like, dressed ridiculously. And she, her home is now this, like, manor, Mm -hmm. and her family's super rich, and they're so happy, and her sister's just... They think that she's been with their sick aunt this whole time, and that their sick aunt left her of all of her money. Mm-hmm. And she arrives with like boxes of jewels. Yeah. And she's like so confused, you know? And her dad's just like, My darling daughter's home. Yay, you know? <laughs> and Nesta's the only one, her oldest sister, that's the real bitch, is the only one that's just kind of like, whatever, you yeah. know? And so she lives there for what would you say? Is it like three days? It's not, I don't even think it's a week. No, it's not mm-hmm. a week. It's a couple days. A couple, yeah. And Elaine is her younger, older sister, is super happy. She's gardening. She's engaged yeah. now to this guy. She's head over heels for him. Everything's going splendid. You know, she's party planning and gardening and, you know, and, and you know, poor Farrah's trying to figure out how to get back to, like, the human life, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, she noticed she has, like, a weird glow about her now mm-hmm. from being, like, the Feyland, you know, that she sees in herself. And she's also not starving anymore. That's probably helpful. Um <laughs> And so, but Nesta finally pulls her aside and is like, his glamour didn't work on me. I remember everything. I remember him taking you. Mm -hmm. I remember the magic. I remember this fake, fake fortune shit. And I've been living with them this whole time. And they, it's it's horrible. You know, oh, because Elaine said that, like, Nesta tried to visit you, but her, Mm -hmm. her thing broke down or whatever. Like, her carriage broke down. But we find out is that Nesta was trying to get over the wall Mm -hmm. to go get her back. So Nesta has moments, I feel like, every book yeah. where you see a person. You see, like, a soul in her. A redemptive I f- quality. I feel like she's not a bad person. She just has some emotional block that she yeah. just doesn't. She doesn't I mean, allow she herself to feel. She probably has some sort of personality disorder, honestly, yeah, because there are so many times when it's like, that's not something a normal person would say or do. Yeah, it's so bizarre. So, yeah. And, like, she had been, in, was she engaged when she left to that guy? Or she, she was talking to, about? She, yeah. She was talking she, about getting engaged to some guy. And Farah was, like, super, like, against the marriage. And when she left, I think, is when she told her that he, like, yeah. that women, like, his father beats his mom or something. Yeah. And, and his like, brothers just watch and don't do anything to stop it. Yeah. And yeah. she was like, don't marry him. He's going to beat you up, you know? Yeah. But we find out that, like, Nesta asked him to go over the wall with him, mm-hmm. with her to get uh, Farah back, and he refused. And that's ended that relationship. Yeah. So not only did she try to get Farah back, she's the only one that tried, but, well, she's the one that remembered, but she's the only one that tried, but she broke up with someone when they weren't willing to help her get her sister back so you're just kind of like it's like a weird moment and so nesta's like you would do anything for this guy that Mm -hmm. you're in love with like she can tell yeah and fair is like yeah i would do anything and she's like go get your man and don't ever come back here yeah well and even before that that's the other thing like the stuff that she's saying is like kind but the way that she's saying it is so like cold and bitchy like well we don't want you here (laughs) yeah we don't want you we don't need you we don't want you and really in the end it comes off more as like you don't belong here. Go yeah. do your thing. But she's like, we don't want you. She's probably with delivery. Oh, yeah, because yeah, she says another thing, you know, like, Farrah's like, what? You spent the money as fast as I can make it. Like, why did you act this way yeah. if you cared, you know? And she's like, well, I wanted to see if Father would ever get off his ass yeah. to try and do anything, you yeah. know? And she's like, oh, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Didn't help me, but Didn't cool. Help, but cool. Thanks, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, so this sets her mind to it. 
and she's like, I'm going to go across the wall. So then she sets off on foot, I believe, again. Maybe she's a horse. I don't remember. Um, but she makes it to the wall, and she makes it back to Spring Court. And Spring Court is just completely ransacked. And I'm sorry, but this is when the book gets good. All right? <laughs> it really does. Besides the sex it changes theme, into a different book. I was yes. like, yes, this is the book. Because yeah. before then, it's to me, it would have been very Beauty and the Beast, right? Very Beauty and the Beast. Like, yeah. a beast captures you, takes you. Now you're his prisoner, and you fall in love with him. Yeah. And he is handsome, and lovely. And there's a curse, probably. We don't know. <laughs> He won't tell you vague details. Like, yeah. never go into the West Wing. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. Like, um, but suddenly, like, the whole book takes, like, a turn. And there's probably, like, a fourth of the book left or something at this point. And I was just like, what is going on, you know? Um, so Alice is the only person that's at the manor at all. Everything's mm-hmm. destroyed. And she's like, Reese from the Night Court came in with his army and destroyed everything and took everyone from the spring court to under the mountain. And also you find out, you also find out when she was uh, back in the human world that Elaine and Nestor like, or Elaine is like, isn't it awful? Didn't you hear about the betters? Oh yeah. I forgot about that. And how their house, like a house fire. Yeah. And everyone died. Yeah. Everyone died in the house fire, but Claire's body was never Never found. found. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And she's like, oh, shit. Yeah. So Farah yeah. is, like, terrified and wrecked with guilt because she yeah. gave Claire Better's name. Now, her whole family's for sure dead, and she's missing and probably also dead. Yep. You know? So Alice is mad at her <laughs> just to start. <laughs> and she's like, I couldn't. She's like, basically, Allison, like, lays out the groundwork. But there was a curse. There was a party that this Amarantha threw. There's this high king, or there's just, like, a king that lives on an island and he's a real bastard, and Amarantha worked for him, and then after the wall and the war and all that stuff, she went court to court trying to, like, make alliances and peace or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's what they thought she was doing, but really she was spinning her webs. And so she's basically enslaved all of the fey population Mm -hmm. in in Prethian, 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 however you say. And so, um, (laughs) oops, I dropped my book. Sorry. And she's she's doing it because she has a book of the King of Highburns, which is the a spell book, the guy from the island, island that you mentioned. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like, so she uses spells from his spell book to, like, s- I don't know, siphon off their power or something. Yeah, which mm-hmm. she stole from Highburn, too. Yeah, she stole it. And Reese, since he's her whore, mm-hmm. has more power than anyone. Yes. Reese also has more power than anyone, anyway. anyway that's yeah. just kind of a thing. You find out later. You find out later. It's he's the most powerful High Lord that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. But. He also has more power than the rest of them currently because he does her bidding for her and he, like, fucks her every night, you know? And so, but there's not, like, a romantic relationship between them. It's clear that he's just her whore. It's like a business thing. Yeah. Because she really has her eyes set on Tamlin, which is how this whole thing went down. Mm -hmm. Because Tamlin refused her advances. And Mm -hmm. so she threw a party for him to celebrate his ability to shapeshift into this beast. Is that what it was? That's what the yep. party was for. <laughs> That's what the party was so for. So the whole court was there. It was a masquerade ball to celebrate. This whole thing it was great. And then she basically, I don't remember if she like flat out like cursed him or if he it refused a- her advances. He made fun of her. That's what it was. He made fun of her, yeah. He embarrassed her in front of everyone. Oh. And he said something about like he would rather be with a mortal than her or something. Like it oh. was real fucked up. Yeah. And he like and he humiliated her. And she was like, fuck you. Y'all are cursed. And yeah. she cursed them to live in these masks for like 
49 years they've been in these horrible masquerade masks. Mm -hmm. And she was like, here's how you save your court, Tamlin. She's like, you get a mortal woman who hates fairies enough to kill one. Then you make her fall in love with you. Mm -hmm. And then only once she tells you that she loves you is your curse broken and your court is free. And so she's like, what? And so that's when Pharaoh realizes that the wolf that has been, that she killed was sent by Tamlin Mm -hmm. on purpose. And he was sending all of his sentries out one at a time. And their whole purpose was to try and get a human woman to kill them. Yeah. So that he could go parade and have this treaty bullshit, which she finds out isn't even real. And then take them back and then make them fall in love with him. So they have to say, I love you. So when he said, I love you to her and she was getting in the carriage, but she didn't say it back. She didn't break the curse. But now it's too late. The time is up. Saying I love you doesn't do anything at this point. And, you know, that's it. Yeah. And Alice is like, there might be another way, but I can't say anything about it. She's like, the magic is prohibiting me to say anything. There's one last thing. Yeah. I can't say it. I can't say it. So... She goes into this under-the-mountain, basically, dungeon that Amarantha apparently designed after the night court. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, it just sounds like hell. Yeah. It just it sounds does. like hell. You know, there's monsters. It's scary. She immediately gets captured by this monster called the Adder, mm-hmm. which is just really scary. You hear about him. He's just kind of like a gross beast with wings. Um, not sexy wings, just like <laughs> gross beast wings. Yeah. That comes into play later, yeah. you know? And so she's immediately drugged, but between or before Amarantha, Reese is there, mm-hmm. Tamlin's sitting next to her in, like, the court chairs, like, yeah. king and queen or whatever. And he has no response when he sees her. Mm-hmm. He makes no motion. And the adder's just like, look what I found, you know? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, this human woman's here for Tamlin or whatever. And she doesn't, like, lie about it. She's just like, I'm here for Tamlin. I love him. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm here to free the spring court, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Amarantha's like, yay! You know, like, she's super sadistic. And she's like, this is the best day ever. Yeah. And she's like, uh, I thought that that bitch. And she yeah. points up. And there, unfortunately, is Claire Better's very dead, beaten body. Yeah. And she's like, I thought that bitch was you, you yeah. know? And she pulls Reese in front of her. And is like, I thought you said that's who you saw, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> He's like, meh, I, I don't know. He says, they all look the same. They look the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> and she believes it. She's like, fine. Yeah. Like, I thought there was going to be more to that. But he's just like, all humans look the same. I don't know what to tell you. They're all stupid and gross. Yep. Dumb humans. Disgusting. Mortal trash. Oh, he called Feyre mortal trash during the meeting at lunch that time. Yeah. And I was like, oh. so anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Amaranth is like, listen, brave human. I'll make a deal with you. She's like, Live here for three months. Every month, I will issue you a challenge. You complete that challenge. If you complete all three, then you can have your beloved Tamlin, and I will free the spring court. You're free to go. You know? She's like, if you don't, I kill you on the spot. She's like, well, she's like, if I, if I, if you don't pass, she's like, you're going to die during my challenges. So it doesn't yeah. matter. I lose nothing. And she's like, but she's like, I offer you another option. And she gives her a riddle, which I didn't write down, so I don't remember the riddle. Um, whatever it is, I'm pretty, like, I'm not good at riddles, but I figured it out pretty I quickly. I figured it out, too. I thought it was one of two things. But here's my think, think my thoughts on the riddle is, regardless if I thought I knew it or not, I wouldn't have said anything. Because, I mean, I don't know. Because if 
if you're wrong, the deal is if you get the riddle wrong, True. I kill you immediately. True. So there's no, like, if you're like, I think it's spaghetti, you know? And, then, and they did she put a proviso on it that she couldn't ask for help? I'm pretty sure she did, right? So it's yeah. not like she could have gone to. Okay. But either way. The riddle is, like, super, I felt, not obvious. I think it's obvious. But, see, I, I had, a, yes, I had a, other people. But yeah. I thought, I thought for one, I was like, it's love. But then I was yeah, like, love is too easy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I did. That was my concern, yeah. too, because I thought love and thought, uh, might be more difficult than that. Hello, mm-hmm. Poppy. Um, <laughs> But so we're like, is it love? We don't know. You know? Um, And I thought it could be, I thought it could be courage or something. You know, and so either way, she's like, and she told her, if you guess the riddle right, I'll free you immediately. Mm-hmm. And so, but she didn't put immediately on the other one. And Alice told her to never make any deals. Mm-hmm. She was like, don't drink their wine. She's like, it wasn't like the wine you had that time you got super fun drunk. <laughs> she's yeah. like, their wine it's is different. Wine. You will not have a good time. And she was like, and don't make any deals with anyone. Mm-hmm. So she immediately makes a deal with Amarantha. Yeah. Oh, and like Amarantha has this bone on a necklace and an uh, eye on yeah. a ring. <laughs> and the eye appears to have a soul. She keeps talking to the eye and the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, and the eye is like going crazy. It's like, don't make this deal. Yeah. You know? And she's like, whatever. You know? So she makes the deal and then they just like kick the shit out of her and knock her out. And then she's in the cell. Mm-hmm. And so Under the Mountain is not great for her. <laughs> so like these people are fucking with her all the time. They're asking her to do these impossible tasks. Yeah. And the first one that she's asked to do is she's asked to, like, clean the floors, which doesn't seem hard, except for every time she cleans, it only gets dirtier. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, impossible. And they're like, and they're like, if you don't complete this, they're like, we're going to put you, we're going to roast you over a spit. Is this now? Because doesn't someone come and help her? Lucian's mom comes and helps but her. But not yet. Because oh. she has to save Lucian, right? Well, anyway. I thought that's when she saved Lucian at the beginning. Okay. Yeah, because she gave her name up to... Oh, you're Reese. right. I was trying to remember how that, like, how she saved yeah, Lucian. She demanded what yeah, her actual name was, Sorry. and Reese was going to, like, pull it from her mind, if from, not. That's right. From, that's right. Uh, from Lucian's mind. Yeah. And so, um, and possibly, like, just kill Lucian. So, yeah. she said it to spare him. Yeah. That's so, right. important part. So, when she's making this deal with Amarantha, she spares Lucian by giving her name. But she doesn't give her last name. No. She only gives her first name. So... Lucian's mother comes and saves her the first this first task. Like she comes in and she like suddenly the floors are all clean and she's like that's for sparing my son. My debt is paid. Yeah. And she rolls up. And Lucian's basically um, expelled from his own court. It's kind of just like a little backstory. Like he has four older living brothers. He's the youngest of seven, and he has four other older vicious living brothers. Yes. His dad's an asshole, and his mom is a sweetheart. And um, his mom's the only person that loves and mourns him. Mm-hmm. And his father doesn't even act like he exists. Yeah. So his brothers were, like, cheering when they thought that Reese was going to kill him. Yeah. So, but his mother is like, thanks for saving my son. There you go. So then the next one is they take her to Reese's um, bedroom. And they tell her to clean all the lintels out of his fireplace or something. Right. Yeah. And so, of course, the more she does it, the more there are. Once again, impossible. Magic's a real bitch. Yeah. You know? And so Reese walks in and he's like, what the fuck are you doing in my chambers? And she's like, I'm cleaning the lintels out of your fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? You know? And so he, like, snaps his fingers and suddenly all the lintels are in their little bucket and there's his fireplace is spotless. And he's like, 
Okay. And so he's like, listen, he's like, there will be no more tasks. There will be no more challenges except the ones Amaranthix did. He's like, or I will like kill you all. And everyone's like, whoa, you know? So then she's like, at least left alone. Um, And then shortly after that, these two like women that can walk through walls show up Mm. and start dressing her Mm -mm, up. mm -mm, mm -mm. No? She has the first task first. Oh, is that first? Okay. That is definitely first. Okay. So then we have the first task. Something else. Yeah. Yeah. So. You want to take this, Alicia? Yes, um, basically, the there's this worm, like Miriam worm. Midigard worm. Midigard worm. I don't know. Anyway, so she basically has to outrun this Miragard worm, which is like a huge, huge worm with like yeah. lots of teeth and everything. And it's basically going to devour. And like she can see that um, in this mud pit below where it's clearly its lair, that there's like all these bones from all sorts of whatever creatures, fey. It's eaten for dinner. Hopefully cattle. Hopefully cattle. <laughs> so she, I don't even think she has a weapon. No, she's, she's got no nothing. nothing. She yeah. has to use her wits, essentially. And she has to defeat the worm. She has to defeat the worm. So she has to somehow kill this thing. Um, so she gets down there, and she's trying to outrun it, and it's surprisingly fast. Um, <laughs> and it's, like a, it's like a big old maze of, like, worm tunnels, essentially. Oh, gross. Full of mud and fecal matter all sorts of gross stuff gross stuff anyway so she quickly discovers as she like manages to like duck down this like very narrow path and like fight her way through that this thing is clearly blind and is sensing her by sound and smell so she ends up like finding it's like i don't know maybe it's like sleeping place or whatever where like it eats all its people yeah and it's got like a thing full of bones so she's resourceful Insights to create like a ladder out of bones and like break the bones and stab them to the ground as a trap. Did you cover that she covers herself in feces first? She does that so next. She becomes invisible. She actually does that after the fact. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so after she's done all of that um, and she breaks some more bones, she covers herself head to toe so only her eyes are present. So now she cannot be smelled, you know. Um, not that they can see her, but it can't smell her actual skin. And so she discovers, like, some other fairy, like, taunting out the other end of this thing, like, with another fairy that they're, like, dangling. Um, and she ends up cutting her hand with one of the bones, and it smells her. Not just, yeah. And so she starts, like, running, because it is quicker than she thought again. And <laughs> Lucian, thankfully, like, is like, Farah or something. On like, your so, left. On your left. And sure enough, this thing is coming for her. She didn't even see where it was coming, but it was coming for her. And she was able to, like, like these bones that she had, like, swirl around really fast into this pit where it basically impaled itself and all these bones and killed it. Mm-hmm. In the process, she, like, also tore up her arm on some she other gets, like, bone fragments. She impaled on a bone fragment or yeah. something. Yeah. So she's got some nasty wound going on on the left arm, but she is successful. And um, everyone is, like, shocked because they really thought for sure this Minigard worm was going to, like, kill her. Um, and here she is covered in gross stuff and, and bleeding but hey she lived but like um, the crowd is going wild by the way they're going wild yeah. they're like shocked. they're loving this this is the best entertainment i'm sure they've had in a while and then <laughs> you know? Amantha's pissed because i guess everyone took bets on who was gonna win her or the warm and only one person won and it turns out to be reese mm-hmm. and she's pissed because that's her pet and yeah she's yeah. like the fuck you know and he's just <laughs> amused you know because you know I, I don't think i think he saw potential but, like, in her mind, she's just like, why are you betting this girl? And he's just like, why not? Everyone's betting the other way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's keeping it, like, I like to risk 
and gamble. Risk it for the biscuit. Yeah. So now she's back in the cell covered in this shit. Mm-hmm. And Lucian hasn't shown up to see her because he's and visited she, her. Like he visited her and partially healed her after she got beat up real bad. She couldn't even see. Yeah. So that's like true. he like snuck in and kind of helped her. But now she's got this nasty ass wound on her left arm, mm-hmm. and he's still not showing. And it's getting worse. She can tell she's spiking she's a like fever. Yeah. It's like she's just like, oh shit, this is infected, and I don't get a bath. Like I'm she's just yeah. covered, covered in shit. In yeah. shit. Um, and while she's waiting, lo and behold, Reese shows up mm-hmm. and proceeds to make a deal with her and cleans her up by the and way clean, and yeah. clean her up though he doesn't do it though he, he proceeds to make a deal with her to heal her because he's like you're dying mm-hmm. like i can help you i don't know if you're expecting someone else to show up but uh <laughs> they're not here and you don't have a lot of time left so let me help you and so she's like real reluctant and shitty about it because everything she knows about him is horrible, except yeah, for what yeah. he's actually really done in front of yes. her. Yes. But he, you know, he also brought Claire's body there and yeah. destroyed the spring court. So yeah. she's super upset, you know. But he's basically saying, you know, if you survive this, you know, one week a month. No, he starts with two weeks a month. He starts, yeah, yeah, two weeks a month, you will come to my court. So half of your life. <laughs> yes, so half, half of your, your life, life, you'll live with me. And she's like, nope. <laughs> in the night court, which she's terrified of. Yeah. And is apparently modeled after this nightmare yeah. hellhole that she's So she's in. like, no thanks. I don't want to be your prison. Yeah. You know, what the hell? Um, and then he's just like, you should really consider it. And she ends up being like, well, fuck. You know, so she counters and she's like, like one week a month. Like he tells her, like, Lucian's not coming. Yeah, he says he's Lucian's like, not coming. Yeah. And so he's like, she's like, one week a month. And he was like, fine. Mm-hmm. And so suddenly he, like, heals her, cleans her up. She's spotless now mm-hmm. and healed up and has this nice little tattoo down her left arm with an eye in the palm of her hand. The eye is the only part of it I don't like, but yes. <laughs> and then he, and she's like, what the? And he's like, oh, in my court, when you make deals, you get a tattoo to represent it. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, well, shit, now I've got this clearly marked thing on yeah. my arm that I <laughs> like can't maybe hide. Maybe told me. What's yeah. Tamlin going to say, maybe guys? Yeah, Tamlin's not going to be thrilled to see yeah. this on my arm that really I can't obvious. hide. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that is that. And then later, mm-hmm. the two, like, ghostly Well, you're right. So, come. yeah, they come, but I think it's after, because I think he parades her out in front of Amarantha and Tamla. I know he does that. I think it's shortly after that. He does parade her out, but I think she's dressed, maybe. Maybe, yeah. So either way, we don't know exactly how it happens. But these two women who don't speak and can go through walls mm-hmm. come and get her. And they take her and clean her up. Mm-hmm. And then they paint her body all in body paint. Head all to toe, over. Head literally. to toe. And then they put her in this, like, yeah, intimate parts (laughs) included. And then they put her in, like, this gossamer, basically see-through gown. She's basically naked. Uh, Not completely. Some stuff's covered, but it's pretty much you're naked. And she parades him, him, takes him to Reese, and he's like, you're my date for the night. Mm -hmm. And he's like, this paint is spelled so that if anyone touches you, I will know who it is. He's like, so if someone from the spring court gets handsy, he's like, I'll be aware of what's happening to you. And he's like, and I'm the only one that can touch you. And she's like, I hate you with everything that I am, you know? (laughs) And so I think you're right, Alicia. So that's when he parades her in front of uh, Amarantha and Tamlin. And Amarantha's like, the fuck is this again? Like, It does kind of, it makes me laugh that that's not a bigger thing to her. I thought it was going to be a bigger thing. I did too, for sure. Um, She's like, she's like, okay, cool. (laughs) 
I mean, I guess you can fuck it. It's fine. Yeah, right. Like, whatever. <laughs> I mean, she's whatever got Tamlin on her side that she's trying to work. I mean, <laughs> yeah. exactly. She's like, I think she's going to be pretty I'm much surprised. done with him once she has Tamlin, yeah. you know? And so maybe that was more of it because I was like, I would have been pretty jealous, but I don't know. She's weird. So anyway, so she's like, oh, like nice tattoo there, Feyre, you know? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I made a deal that she's going to come live with me one month, a week, a month for the rest of her life in the night court. Uh, anyway, we're going to go party. We're going to drink. <laughs> See you. Bye. Bye. So then he's like, he makes her drink the wine that Alice was like, never drink this wine. And she's gone against everything else. <laughs> Literally everything else. Multiple times. I'm glad Alice wasn't there to see this. Just yeah. because it would have been so hard on her. Yeah. But then Alice he did tell her. Like, she was just like, I don't want to drink that. He's like, you're going to want to drink that. <laughs> right. You're going to want to drink this. Yeah. So she drinks the wine. It totally fucks her up. She's dancing. She like, later she very sleep. She remembers various things. Mm-hmm. Like, Dancing between Reese's legs and but she's not in control though. Like yeah. he's like like a what's the little puppeteer? Puppeteer. Like he's like straight puppeteering her around to piss he's off like Tamlin. Leading her around to piss off Tamlin, but I don't think he's controlling her actions I while she, drunk. He was doing some of it. I don't intentionally. Think so. I, don't remember. I think she's just really drunk. It's a little bit of both. But either yeah. way, like she doesn't remember any of it clearly. So, but he never touches her besides her waist. Mm-hmm. Like he never inappropriately touches her. And she notes that, like, she's never violated by yeah. him or whatever. And this whole thing happens, like, consistently, like, on a regular like, basis. Nightly basis. It starts yeah. Happening. yeah. Yeah. And so then the second task comes. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite task, you guys. Well, then you can take it. Or Susie can. No, not me. I'm trying to remember what it is. <laughs> I'll let you take it. So, okay. So the second task is it should be easier, but it's not. So she is, like, basically, it reminds me almost of, like, uh, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, okay, yes. where they're in the room I and like remember. the spikes are coming down. Yeah. So she's like in a dungeon-y cell thing. She gets lowered into it. And there's spikes above that are lowering on like a crank, basically. Mm-hmm. And there's a riddle on the wall. And the riddle is like, the answer is one of three levers. Levers. So really there's a 30% shot you're going to get it right, no matter what. Yeah. There's no monster worms or anything. There's just a riddle on a wall and you have to pull the lever that is the correct answer. One, two, or three. Mm-hmm. Problem is Feyre Darling does not know how to read. Wait. I meant to bring this up earlier. We were talking about how shitty her family was. I almost yeah. did, but I said to wait until <laughs> this moment. But no one ever taught her how to read a damn thing. Right. Right? And so she's looking at this basically gibberish on a wall that she can't read. One other important point yeah. is that Lucian is underneath yeah. the spikes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You are correctly right. Is so she underneath them too? No, is. it's just, okay. They, they both, both are. are. I think okay. he's like in a cage next to her. So they're, and he's chained to the floor. But he can't touch the lever. Like That's he's it. trapped. She right. has the option she, to save them both. Them. Which is why I love it so much. Because Lucian knows she's illiterate. And yeah. so Lucian's like, damn it, she can't read. You know? <laughs> We're fucked. We're fu- Like, I'm going to die. She can't read. We're fucked. And Farrah's like, oh, why don't I know how to read? Ah. And she's like, okay, I've got to just pick my favorite of the lovers. You know? Which will, I will laugh because Tamlin did try to teach her to read, but she got super defensive. Uh-huh. And was like, True. no. You know, like, I know my letters. Well, bitch, that doesn't get you to read, so. Yeah, you are correct. He did try and help her with reading. And he she tried, was, but he didn't force the issue. She was insulted. Yeah, she so, was super insulted. So, you know, she's like, she goes to read the thing. And in my mind, I can only imagine Reese being like, what? She doesn't know how to read, you yeah. know? Because suddenly she's reaching for a lever and her hand starts to burn. And occasionally she would feel like the hand was looking at her or watching her. Like the, and by the hand, I mean the eye on her hand yeah. is like watching her. So she reaches for a lever and her hand burns and she pulls it away. And reaches for another lever and her hand burns. She pulls it away. She reaches for the third lever. Her hand doesn't burn. 
And she's like, I want the first lever again. And she puts her hand <laughs> through that lever and it burns again. And she's like, yeah. And Lucian's just like screaming next to her to pull a lever yeah. because the spikes are getting so close that he's like, we're going to die. You know, so she pulls the lever that her hand doesn't burn and it's the right lever. Mm-hmm. And she like feels Reese like in her mind. And she's mad about it, of course. Yeah. But she's like, we're not dead, you know? And so then they survive again. And Amarantha's is pissed. Well, she almost starts, like, losing her shit, too. Right. Like, she's about to, like, break down because she knows that she almost not, like, died, but that... Got Lucian killed. Lucian killed because she didn't know a simple task such as reading. reading. Yeah. Being literate. <laughs> but she hears Reese in her mind. Yep. And he's like, stand up straight. Don't look at anyone in the eye. Like, hold her gaze. And then walk out. Yeah. You know? And so she listens to him and gets past or whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, in the first task, I meant to mention this, but she totally threw one of the bones at Amaretha's oh, yeah. feet. Oh, yeah. She splashed <laughs> her gown with the gross mud and blood and the bone. <laughs> and it came pretty close to her, too. And yeah. it had her at least kind of, like, flinch back. Yeah. So Amaretha's not thrilled with how this is going. Once again, Tamlin has done nothing, by the way. Tamlin's done nothing. Just keeping. He just, he just sits there with no expression on his face. Which, later when Lucian visits her... Because he does visit her after the first task later, but way later, and he admits that because he'd shouted out to your left, that she was, like, torturing him. Yeah. And that was what delayed him visiting her. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's he's mad that she made a deal with Reese. Yeah, he sees that, and he's pissed. And she's just like, I was dying, you know? Um, But she's like, what the hell, Tamlin? And he's trying to tell her, he's like... He says that Tamlin is trying not to show any emotion mm-hmm. towards her because she's trying not to. He's trying not to react so that Amarantha doesn't figure out what his weakness regards to her is. He doesn't want her to figure out the torture techniques better by showing any sort of emotional response. So that's kind of what Lucian says, which I mean does make sense to an extent. Like she's yeah. a psychotic bitch. You don't need to give her any more fuel to her creative endeavors. But yeah, no, he has done nothing. He's done nothing. That's the, that's the synopsis. Just sit there and watch. So anyway, so, so she's very uh, upset after this, but, um, anyway, so she goes, uh, back to basically the party start again. She goes back to the drinking and the Reese and looking or whatever. And then finally we're coming up to the third task. Um, and Tamlin, she sees walk away and she follows him into like a broom closet, essentially. Oh Yeah. And this, well, he brushes up against her, like her hand well, and like yeah. touches like a pinky kind Leads of like signaling, away. yeah, signaling her like follow me. You right. Know? So yeah. she follows him not to escape, but to yeah. a broom closet where he starts yeah. like making out and trying to fuck her. Yeah. Right. Because Reese had was like on some other girl or had some other girl on his lap, so yeah. she was like, "Ooh, this is my moment." Right. <laughs> and <laughs> covered so, in paint. <laughs> right. Keep in mind, she's still wearing the paint. Yeah. That will show everything that's happening. You know. And so, right as Tamlin's, like, about to thrust in, um, Reese opens the door mm-hmm. and is like, look what we have here. You know what I mean? And Tamlin's covered in this blue paint. <laughs> yeah. And it's very obvious. So, Reese wipes the paint off of Tamlin, kicks him out, and then, because he hears Amarantha coming, and then jumps on Feyre and acts, and so when she's opening, he's, like, kissing her. Yeah. Hands all up on her. Hands all on her. Still above yeah. the waist. Covering what Tamlin did. Yep. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry. Ah, horny. You know? <laughs> and Amarantha's like, you human trash will fuck anything. Tamlin, I told you she doesn't care about you. You know? Uh, she's like, you don't even know how to love or something like that. And Tamlin's eyes are actually like, oh, shit. Gigantic. But, yeah. but he finally has an expression. And it's after seeing Reese, like, all up in his stuff. Anyway, so let's get to the third task. Yes. Yeah. So Amarantha 
has a third task. This task is fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. Does someone want to take the third task? Seriously? Um, Sure. If you remember it. So, well, you can help me fill in if I don't remember. Basically, I'm going to boil it down so there's probably details I'm going to miss. Okay. Basically, there's three people that are brought before her with bags or masks or whatever. And does she, correct me if I'm wrong, is Tamlin still there? She sees Tamlin, yes? Yeah, Tamlin and Amarantha are there, and as Amarantha tells them the task. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then the task is basically kill these three fae. And that's basically what it is. So there's a special knife, dagger, or whatever. And she's, she's supposed to... Yeah. Did I not say three? No, no there's right. you did. There's she three, three daggers. daggers. Oh, well. three daggers. Okay. Um, so she goes to the first one and takes the thing off. And right here, um, earlier Alice told us she has two nephews mm-hmm. that she I totally thought two of them were gonna be oh, totally the nephews and Alice was gonna be the third one. So I was oh my God. very excited when that what did not happen. I'm so glad I didn't even think about that. Oh no, I was I, with Susie. I thought I was it was terrified. for sure gonna be oh, the nephew. Because the first one is a young boy who she says is not even an adult so clearly I mean mm-hmm. maybe like a teenage yeah. kid and he like begs and pleads and she's she takes a while but she still kills him oh also sorry you brought yeah. up children yes we know that children are super rare in the fae world true uh people can live their whole lives and never have them although they keep trying yeah they're just super rare and right before under the mountain happened I think Alice is the one that told her that Amarantha got mad Mm-hmm. and sent like her bastard people and they killed like they killed an entire village of children yeah in, a, in another court, court. Yeah. Winter court. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so anyway super fucked up yeah so i'm glad that wasn't what happened yes uh but it was a young fae it was the a young fae and he was really inconsolable and she killed him and then the next one was a lady mm-hmm. who i mean she was still not into it but she's like it's okay basically she said she a prayer. was still young but she was more like understanding prepared yeah to Be- do this. because everyone's on bated breath because they know that if she can kill these three fae yeah. she has completed all three amarantha's task yeah and the spring court has to go free Along right. with Tamlin. And he is released from her curse. So they kind of see her as their salvation in a way. I mean, there's still more battles that because would need to be won. Amarantha is not stronger than Tamlin, mm-hmm. even with her book. Yeah. It's all, it's, the only reason she's so powerful is because she tricked them and stole their power. But she has already been explained by, I think, Alice, or maybe Lucian, that mm-hmm. Amarantha is not actually more powerful than any High Lord. Right. It's just that she tricked them off this spell book. So anyway, sorry. So she kills the second lady. Again, it was still hard, but the lady was basically like, just do it. And then she takes the third one off, and it's Juanana Tamlin somehow. <gasps> yep. <laughs> like, I don't remember. Was the other one just a guy glamored? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was uh, the Ator, actually, glamoured. Oh, she looks back right. towards Amarantha, and there's the Ator just smirking next to her and she was like what i had to keep it interesting yeah Mm -hmm. so then this is real weird because it's like this is like the whole point this doesn't make sense right and then her wheels are turning and she's like wait yeah this doesn't make sense and she remembered what alice said about there's one last thing i can't tell you Mm -hmm. but i think you know Mm -hmm. like she said something like i think I think if you think about the clues or something right although i don't know how you would put this together well she had said Early on when um, she was at the manor or the estate or whatever you want to call it, she was just like, um, keep your mouth shut and just listen. Mm-hmm. And so she would listen. She was overhearing conversations. Mm-hmm. And she starts to realize that these were intentional conversations for her to overhear because they couldn't tell her stuff, but they could allude to things. Right. And Ashley's sitting in this moment, she reflects back to 
a fight, I think maybe with someone else, it wasn't Lucian, where they made a comment of, um, you know, your heart, Tamlin, you've got a heart of stone. It's a couple of times that she remembers yes. people repeatedly saying that Tamlin has a heart of stone. Like, you're a really nice guy for someone with a heart or of stone. stone. Yes. Yeah. Which, this is really weird and very specific to this moment. But, yes, it is. And quite a gamble. But, <laughs> she yeah. shouldn't know if it's real or not, but she's like, well. She's shit. like, it's the only thing. So she stabs him in the heart, mm-hmm. and he has a heart of stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Which is good. Which is good because she was debating in her mind. She's going, she's, she hates this so much. And she's like, these three deaths will ensure... That the court goes free. Mm-hmm. Like, she's literally only doing this for the court at this point. Because mm-hmm. she's like, I can't live with myself. This is destroying me. And so she had already set her mind after she killed the third fae that she was going to stab herself That's in the right. heart yeah. with the dagger. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it's just ruining her. She's, like, breaking doing this task. Yeah. Um, actually, I would like someone else to take over from here. Because okay. all hell kind of breaks loose. And I kind of forget the possession. So, the do you want to take it or do you want to leave? Um... Sure, I'll take it. So, okay. yeah. So, she does it. She throws the dagger out. And she felt it, like, the tip of it snap off or whatever, too. And Tamlin's just smiling. So, he kind of gave her, like, a nod of, like, yeah. it's okay. Do it, kind of thing. Yeah. And Reese's hat. Like, everyone's like, yay! She did it! Like, Amrith has to, like, grant the freedom and all this shit. And Amrith is pissed. She was like, no. Like, mm-hmm. I did not see this coming. Like, she thought for sure. She had her tricked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so she's also upset, and they're like, well, you have to give him back the powers. And she said, we never specified when he'll get back the powers. Yeah. I have as long as I'd like. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, shit. You know? <laughs> so now Amrith is very upset. And she is, um, I think, I can't remember if Fairy had said it already. I think she does at some point tell Tamlin, she's like, I love you, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not that it's going to do anything, but she says it, like, I love you, and she's just angry. So then Amrithan moves in on Farah and starts, like, breaking her bones. Mm-hmm. And everyone's just like, what are you doing? You can't dishonor this, blah, blah. And she was like, I can do what I want, you know? And Tamlin's, like, begging. <laughs> and Farah knows that she's beat because she realizes that she made a deal. Yep. And it didn't have the immediate clause. Yep. Mm-hmm. But there's something that did Which have is... the immediate clause. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Which is if she solved the riddle. Mm-hmm. And so Farah, as she's getting the shit kicked out of her by Amarantha. Like, literally every bone snapping and muscle tearing and... I mean, she's going to die. Contortion. I mean, sure. she's yeah. literally... So well, she figures, why not? So she just screams, love, the answer to your riddle is love. Yeah. Because even Amarantha's like, do you have something to say? Or she's just being a real vindictive, angry bitch. Mm-hmm. And then she's real pissed because that had the immediate effect. Yes. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she said it, you know... Amarantha snaps Fairy's neck or Farah's neck, mm-hmm. and Tamlin gets all of his powers back. Yes, and goes right for her and rips out her throat, and it's wonderful. Well, and I think a little bit before it this, it is wonderful. It oh, is I wonderful. Your synopsis is making me laugh. So, doesn't Reese try to kill her at some point? Yes, like, yes. Bef- he's screaming. Like he's like pushing because he still has powers, not more than anyone else. Right? Yeah. He doesn't have the power to wipe her mind. He's made that clear in the past that mm-hmm. if he could just wipe her mind, he would. You know, but um, he okay. is the one fighting Amarantha. Okay. Trying to, before Ferris screams love, I think. Yeah, it's beforehand. Okay. He sees the dagger that she had pulled out of mm-hmm. his heart, and he grabs it and makes a, a run to try to stab her. Mm-hmm. And she actually starts torturing him, and then Ferris says, stop, please just stop. Like, mm-hmm. she wants mercy for him. Right. 
So, but then Talon gets his powers back when she gets his love, and he rips off Amaranth's throat and pins her against the wall as a beast. Mm-hmm. And ta-da, everything's great except for that Feyre is dead. Yeah, totally dead. But she's like still somehow watching this through Rhysian's body. Yes. Right. So she's, so like she's watching confused. herself through Reese and she's experiencing like his emotions because she's in his head. Yeah. And she's just like looking at her dead body. And suddenly like everyone is free from Amarantha's curse. Everyone's power is fully restored. Mm-hmm. And all seven high lords come together. Because Tamlin's holding her crying. Yeah. Tamlin's crying holding her body. And they all give her a spark of their power which heals her body and brings her back to life and also transforms her into high fae. Mm-hmm. And then she's back to life. And then Reese is the last one that gives her his power. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what exactly he says, but it's basically like, this is for you. You know what I mean? Like, And then that's when she's transferred back into her body from his. Mm-hmm. And she's awake and yep. very confused. So she's all upset. She's totally destroyed still emotionally from what she had to do. And then, like, she and Tamlin just go into a room and bang. Like... <laughs> I thought yeah. that was weird. Like, everyone's, like, trying to, like, everyone's working stuff out. And the moment they're alone, they're just, like, on each other. And that's that's it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, it's, like, the next day or the next morning or whatever. And, like, some people, like, Amaranthus cronies just, like, disappeared immediately. They just ran off, like, yeah. immediately. Like, the adder's gone. Um, all those, like, Some got people. killed. Some got killed. But that's why the others but, left. Because some of the high fae, <laughs> like, started, like, yeah. killing them, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So the others left because all the high fae are now training on them because they have their powers again. Yeah. Um, it's so, yeah, so she's, (laughs) so she wakes up, she feels like a tug, um, and it wakes her up and Tamla's just like asleep and she goes out and she finds Reese like just standing on like a balcony and he has wings Mm -hmm. and she's like, or does he have wings? Doesn't have wings. I think he has wings. Mm, Well, he he flies away at the end of it. He winnows out. He winnows away. Well, no, he like flies a little bit and then winnows out because Maybe. he flies and then turns and we'll get to her. that in a second yeah but yeah i was scared out. about what that meant so yeah <laughs> so basically he's like well did you come to say goodbye before you run away with like your golden high lord or whatever forever yeah into the sunset you know and she's and i thought it was interesting she's like except for the week that i have to see you every month mm-hmm. and like the way that it was written it was like you could hear it as like except when i have to see you or like I feel like she meant it as, like, almost like a promise, like, except for when I get to see you once a month. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and And he's just like, we'll see. Yeah. Whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Interesting human. And so he leaves. So I think, yeah, because he has wings, and she's confused by that, and he just kind of, like, disappears. But as he winnows out, which is when you basically, like... Disappear into, like, blackness or darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like apparate. Yeah, apparate. Yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter terminology here. We need to apparate somewhere else. You're welcome. Um, there's like a lot of terminologies for just like disappearing and just like yeah. transporting yourself somewhere, being a yeah. traveler, you know? And so, but as he, I got so scared because as he apparates or winnows out, he gets like this look of shock on his face mm-hmm. and then just disappears. He stumbles back and says, it's you or something yes. like that. And I thought she killed him. <laughs> I thought that someone had him. Like, I was like, Reese is in danger. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't think I thought either of those things. I thought, like, he saw something about her. Mm. Like, so we don't know what her Which power is, is going to be. Basically. And maybe he saw something familiar. And he was like, what the? I was scared like, for that's Reese. That's what I, I was not scared for him. I was scared, scared for, him. for him. I thought she got Man, her I read powers and didn't know what it was and accidentally killed him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm okay. Safer. 
I definitely did not feel I that mean, way. I mean, I wasn't 100% sure, but I was yeah. like, I don't, okay. Yeah, I just thought yeah. he looked very shocked, and yeah. I was like, huh, I wonder what he saw about her that she didn't even realize because she's still half asleep. Like, yeah. I thought maybe something else of her, like maybe wings grew up for her or something happened, and he was like, oh, snap, yeah. you know. So that was my thought on So that's book one, guys. So yeah, yeah, so that's book one. So Basically. she and Tamlin get to go back to the spring court and live happily ever after, so mm-hmm. it seems. Yep. Um, so book one, let's rate book one real quick. I'd say four and a half out of five. I would also go to 4.5. What would you say, Suze? Um, I'd say four. Yes, I would say yeah, four to 4.5. Yeah. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, it was, it was a little too Beauty and the Beast for me still. Yeah. Yes. And I was the most curious about Reese's character. And Alicia and I talked about this right after we finished it because we were on our way to buy the second book. And I was like, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like Reese is going to be a bigger part of this book story or whatever. I was like, kind of pissed at Tamlin. Mm Kind of pissed at him because he, I felt like he did nothing when it mattered. I felt like he did nothing. Yeah. And this stranger who's apparently the worst evilest person seemed to really like step up in her favor with no reason to do so except for to make money on a bet. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I really liked it, but you know, we're not going to say anything that happens next, but it's, it gets better. Like it book does. two is so much better. Because there's more characters involved. There's yeah, more so of a much more. feel of family. This and... was just a lot of like plot development yeah you had to like start so setting somewhere. the world it was world setting world. yeah mm-hmm. and it was i mean it was yeah. beautiful uh yeah. spring court's beautiful mm-hmm. but you know boring it's kind of boring it's <laughs> not about book to be boring. The, the, book, the, book not it, boring the second book is very much more interesting spring court's about was... to not be boring at all you guys so yeah. you know <laughs> book two's gonna happen so we're gonna stop here um give it a beat and then we're gonna do book two if you guys are into it still All right, either way, book two coming at you. All right, (laughs) thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.